All right, James, time to put your legal hat on. Give us the disclaimer. This podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not doctors, but rather we're just trying to educate the general public to be better informed in their well-being decisions. Pop quiz, what are you not? A doctor. I've handsome. You're also not a doctor, <laughs> so you pass. Uh, if you're considering medical cannabis prescription, make sure to speak to a doctor. Welcome back, team. Welcome back, James. Yeah. Welcome back, Johnny. Say welcome back, but with less energy. No, that was that was high, <laughs> high energy. Uh, welcome back, everyone. They're glad to be back. We're glad to be back. We've got um, a really exciting topic today. I've been um, badgering Johnny for a while to talk about terpenes. Um, so he's some <laughs> done some research in the back end. I'd love to know more. James knows. No, I haven't. No, I haven't done any research. He's just a cannabis <laughs> scientist, right? He doesn't need to anymore. When you get the, t- when you get the title, you just get the knowledge. So it's easy. <laughs> Um, I haven't got the title yet. I mean, yeah. I'm, the I'm very close to the title. I've got four years experience in the industry. I've got five years in research experience. So He's, he's a beta testing scientist. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm about a month away from submitting my PhD, um, which will be, I think I will be the second person in Australia to get their PhD on cannabis. The first is actually one of my supervisors. So, no, wh- oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. pretty fucking cool. Yeah, we're that's basically cool. speaking to a lord right now. <laughs> so, so what, oh, we're, that- what we're saying is that the topic today yeah. is flavonoids and terpenes. <laughs> yeah. What are they? Does it matter? Mm-hmm. Um, and Johnny has just flopped his CV on the table. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got the credentials to answer this one. Well, I'm impressed now. I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah. I've done 20 episodes with the yeah. dude. I'm now <laughs> sure. um, well, Why are we talking about terpenes and flavonoids? Because in the cannabis plant, there are uh, cannabinoids, being the CBD, the THC, and over 100 minor can- cannabinoids, CBG, et cetera. But another very important part of the plant are the terpenes and flavonoids. It's uh, something that you read a lot about or you hear a lot about that they're important, but it's unclear what the different ones are. What's the difference between terpenes and flavonoids and the degree to which they actually matter and affect. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So Johnny, maybe to start us off, flavonoids and terpenes, you want to just define the key terms? Yeah. So these are both compounds that Uh, occur in the cannabis plant and actually they do occur in a lot of other plants as as well so terpenes are a separate group of compounds and flavonoids are a separate group of compounds and the terpenes are more known for their ability to give the plant an aroma or a flavor right so you may you know think of herbs such as rosemary and basil and parsley and you get that um really sort of piney kind of um kind of aroma from those spices and that is from a terpene called pinene and that is also included in cannabis and it's just one of many different types of um, terpenes. I believe that there's um, there's over 30 different types that we have been identified. Um, and there, there may actually be even more than that, but um, we just haven't identified them yet in cannabis. Was that was that terpenes you were saying? Terpenes. Yeah, so that's yeah. the terpenes. They're responsible for the aroma and, and the flavor. 
um, and we'll get into um, what are their, their potential medicinal benefits as well. Now, the flavonoids, they're a completely separate, different type of compound. And um, one of the, they, they have other benefits, but one of the most well-known flavonoids are called anthocyanins. And anthocyanins are responsible for the color of plant tissue, especially when you see like red capsicums or uh, purple grapes, um, the berries, they're all very high in these flavonoids called anthocyanins. And as we know that they are really, really beneficial for your health. Um, and in cannabis, they are responsible for the purpling of uh, cannabis flowers that happens in the, the more mature stages of, um, of cultivation of flowering. So when you've so, got yeah. when when you've got a, a, a bud that's more purpley than green, it's the flavonoids yeah. that are responsible for that. That's right. That's right. That's that's flavonoids. But um, <clears throat> a lot of people think that oh, there's purple flowers that um, you know that's sort of like a better one than just a green one. Uh, that's not necessarily true because what do you find? Do you find what do you define as better? Right. If you're thinking that the purple ones are going to be stronger in cannabinoids, well, actually, the evidence suggests that the purple ones are actually lower in cannabinoids. So why might that be? Because the plant has to allocate resources to different compounds in the plant. So if the, if the, if the cannabis plant is allocating resources to flavonoids, then they're not necessarily making more cannab cannabinoids, right? So there's a bit of a there's a bit of a trade-off, if you like. In a very general sense, of course, you have to test it strain by strain. But um, but yeah, just that's kind of like a, a, a cannabis myth that the purple ones are the better ones. Um, it, it depends on what you think of is better, but if you think that it's got more cannabinoids. It's probably uh, not the case. That's really interesting. Yeah. Uh, just being even even back back in the day, you'd even see on like Google or, or things, or you'd see movies, and there'd be like some sort of like purpley cannabis, and you'd be like, yeah, the yeah. quality's better. Well, like that is like, better stuff. When you get something and it's got a nice pungent smell, and also it's purpley, you think, oh, this must be high in yeah. reality, the terpenes give it the smell. The flavonoids give it the color. You actually yeah. know nothing about the cannabis yeah. profile of the plant. So you're yeah. saying a plain Jane flower that lo looks yeah. just bland and could, smells yeah. doesn't, and have a smell. doesn't have a smell could be rich in cannabinoids. Is that what you're telling me, Johnny? Uh, it, it could be, but it's more likely to be rich in cannabinoids if it has more trichomes. So yeah. they're the tiny little white hairs that you see on the flowers. They like, like, look like little crystals. Trichomes are actually the main focus of my studies. So that's what I study. I literally study the trichomes themselves. And if you see a really uh, well-covered flower with a lot of trichomes, then that's probably your best indication of high cannabinoid content. Um, in the field, we call that the frosty ones because they yes, look like yes. frosty, okay. right? That, so that, really frosty. 
That it, that's good. The yeah, poor patients it, who are at home, the flower patients who are now like opening up their little jar yeah. and counting the trichomes. Oh the my! <laughs> but this is funny because now being in the space, we're getting slow mo videos of frosty yes. camps, and it is hilarious because I've never under- really understood until recently. I found out that those are the trichomes which yeah. hold which hold the yeah. cannabinoids. Yeah. So when people are looking at like really frosty like cannabis, that's how you can tell off like glands the 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 yeah. cannabinoids like the um- and it, it goes to show that like a photo of your friend's medication might actually not be the worst indicator because if the smell and the 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 color are more so um evidencing of the the flavonoids and terpenes then you should be able to see the trichomes which yeah you know is a a good indicator wow so one thing to to note is that the flavonoids are not produced in the trichomes right they're actually produced in the the tissue of the organ so if it's the flower or if it's the leaf that's going purple it's actually in the cells on the surface of that um organ but the terpenes they are produced in or in you know the main site just like the cannabinoids the main site of production are the glandular trichomes they're called glandular because they have this gland on top it's a it's a, a sac um that's the the head of the trichome and within that, there are specialized cells that produce these um, compounds and um, and the sac holds them together. So what happens is if you um, come along and you break the, the, the head of the trichomes, then all of those terpenes are going to be released into the air because they are highly volatile. So that's another thing about terpenes, that they're highly volatile and they will um, go into the air and produce a really, really strong smell, especially if there's a lot of uh, a lot of trichomes. Um, so, yeah. So, and then um, there are different types of flavors or smells that can come from different combinations or profiles of terpenes as well. So, I just want to keep this really high level. Um, I don't want to go into the nitty gritty of it. But basically, when we look at flowers when in, in the field um, and we're doing a, a, what we call phenotype hunting, so we're, we're looking at different um, strains and trying to work out what are the differences between them, we, we might brush our finger across the flower to release those terpenes and then have a bit of a smell and the three kind of categories that we put plants into are fruity, so ones that have a real fruity kind of smell. And then we have the floral ones, so it's sort of like a bit, a slightly earthy, but more a, a, a little bit uh, floral. And then we have a, a third category that's called gassy. And the, it's called gassy because it actually it smells very, very similar to petroleum, right? Um, and uh, it's quite, it's quite pungent. It's quite noticeable. Um, it's quite enjoyable, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy um, smelling cannabis flowers, and um, yeah, so you do get uh, um, some different. Ma- they're the kind of like the main categories of 
the smells that can be produced by the terpenes. I wasn't expecting you to go gassy and, and petrol after you went fruity and full yeah. on. Yeah, I thought it was yeah, going to be something yeah. nice. You smell good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you want floral? But do you does want it fruity do, or yeah. do you want gassy? Yeah, like who's out there picking it because the get like picking the petrol one because they're like, yeah, this is this is better or this is what I enjoy more. Is that um, it? Some people do, and are like I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hate does, on your it, favorite. Aroma. It does have a. <laughs> it's kind of like um, it's like a musky, spicy, woody sort of um, gassy kind of scent. That's yeah. It's really yeah. It's really nice actually. Um, and there are certain uh, terpenes that are responsible for these. Uh, well, that we think are responsible for these types of smells. Um, so, for example, one of the one of the biggest terpenes that you'll find is called myrcene, and and that's one of the, yeah. So it's one of the most abundant ones, and that does have this kind of like earthy. It's attributed to this earthy, musky kind of smell, um, and it's also found in a lot of other plants too, like thyme hops um and even even lemongrass and the interesting thing about myrcene is that it is known for its uh sedative effects so that's the one where people say okay i've got an indica strain it's really heavy in myrcene it's giving me those couch lock vibes um so that's supposedly the terpene responsible for for that i I heard, I heard even one more thing which was a standout for me potentially even mangoes mercenes in which uh right. very, yeah very very interesting so i was when i was looking at the terpenes did yeah. a little bit of research last night <laughs> um especially because uh kind nice of social, social posting i wanted to get some terpene information out for the people um and i, I kept finding all of these terpenes in other things so like yeah. uh like I won't be able to say that one at all, but caryophyllene. Did I know caryophyllene? Yeah, caryophyllene. Yeah, in, in in rosemary, oregano, and black pepper, and then yes. limonene. In uh, probably said that wrong as well, but uh, citrus fruits <laughs> and ginger uh, on the rinds. Um, nice, like nuts, and then uh, linalool. Lin lin uh, can be <laughs> yeah, found in lavender. A big one, yeah. Yeah, so no, it's sick. As I was doing the research, I was like, well, there you go. The aromas are. They're, they're, they're everywhere. They're not just yeah. in cannabis. They're in popular things that we're consuming all the time. Exactly, exactly. There's just, um, yeah, there's just a really nice mix of them in, in cannabis. And it also depends on which strain you're looking at. The mix changes slightly. And then that, that's why you get those different flavors or aromas. Mm. So, so, yeah. Um, so that's basically terpenes at a at a high level mm. um and that's how we categorize different terpene profiles into the fruity the floral and the the gassy that mm. once you smell the gassy you you'll in, you'll instantly recognize and you're like oof yeah man that's like diesel fuel or something right yeah <laughs> um very diesel-y. i think there's actually strains called diesel right so that's why they they they've got those names cuz they they do let off those that gassy scent well, um and 
before you yeah, go into yeah. benefits, James, it's uh, like when I was looking on even Leafly, which is I think in the UK, um, a, a site that just has all these kind of, um, uh, all these different flowers. Like it would be good for patients to to try and smell once because once you like all the words you were using, Johnny, the musky, the woody, um, that kept coming up. And for me, I had no idea what the hell what any of that meant. Man. Yeah, I was like, this isn't this isn't making sense. But now understanding it is what is within the terpenes, and there's probably some consistency to it. It's like once you actually get your nose on all of them then you'll be able to read it and go cool i know actually then purchasing like online overseas that that type of stuff um it's it makes a little bit more sense to well, it. maybe not purchasing online overseas Wait, but if you are overseas <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 well uh johnny something that i'm curious about is like cannabis has or some strains have a very pungent smell if terpenes exist in fruits vegetables plants yeah. Why? What's unique about cannabis that makes it so pungent relative to a mango, for example? Well, um, I think one of the interesting things about cannabis is that it produces these, you know, specialized metabolites called cannabinoids, which we're all very interested in. And the, the funny thing about cannabinoids is that, okay, they're this really unique um compound that it's not found in a lot of other plants right um and the the way that cannabinoids are constructed on a chemical level is that they are part of what they call a phenolic compound and they are part terpene so in the biochemical pathway that cannabinoids are produced in or it's called biosynthesized within the plant they uh, they come they take parts from both of these pathways so the terpene pathway and the phenolic pathway and therefore they're often referred to in the scientific literature as terpenophenolic compounds cannabinoids all right so i think that because the cannabis plant is producing these terpenophenolic compounds the terpene pathway is uh, quite active and uh, you do get a lot of, um, you know, your, your standard terpenes being produced in the plant as well. And the cannabinoids, why does the plant produce them? A lot of it has got to do with uh, stress response and defense. So these are defense compounds. And we know that the terpenes also have a lot of like antiviral, antifungal properties. Um, so that's another reason why the plant would be producing these in uh, really high quantities on the flower to protect the seed so that it can continue its lineage by, um, by reproducing. So, um, yeah, so that's just a little bit about why the plant produces these compounds, the pathways that they come from, and the reasons, yeah, um, that, you know, why they're, they're sort of concentrated to the flower because they're trying to protect that seed. So that's why there's so many trichomes. Um, the, the, there's actually three types of glandular trichomes on the cannabis plant, but the stalked one, the one that you see in all the photos, the one with the really long stalk, that one is concentrated to the flowers. And, and that is the one that produces the most amount of terpenes and cannabinoids. So there's, 
there's a reason why it's on the flower. It's because they're trying to protect. It's trying to protect the um the seed. Ah, okay, yeah. When I, I when I was doing a little bit of research, that was one thing that stood out as well. The fact that the terpenes, because of the aroma, are attracting and also repelling insects from yes. attacking the plant. And that 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 was weird. So like different types of terpenes that exist are working in different ways for both of the repelling and the attracting, which is yes. which is nuts. Which explains the difference in terpenes in different areas in the world, right? Like for um, sure. different. Yeah, yeah, it would well, they, they, for, they, for they, the they, for the type of insects that exist yeah. across the world. Yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah well, that's Johnny's well, forte. Yeah, there. I mean. <laughs> I don't know if there's any evidence to support that, but it does. It actually is uh, probably a sound theory because like plants adapt yeah. to, yeah, plants adapt to their environment, and cannabis is a very, very um, plastic plant. As in, it's got a lot of plasticity. It um, it adapts to all sorts of environments. That's why you see it grown all around the world, right? Um, and uh, and that's yeah that's definitely what makes cannabis unique is that there's a strain for everyone <laughs> there's a there's a chemical profile out there for for everyone um but one of the main benefits of the terpenes is in stress relief and anxiety um and antidepressant they have antidepressant and anti-anxiety properties so you'll often find them used in aromatherapy for that very reason because they do have a calming effect on the mind and the body. So um, they also have that relaxing effect like we talked about with myrcene that has the muscle relaxant properties. Um, and all of this sort of contributes to the, um, the, the stress relief and anxiety relief that you get from terpenes. So you can actually find um, terpenes bottled up just on their own in like aromatherapy shops. There's also now manufacturers, they're trying to mimic certain aromas of cannabis strains. That, so, they, so they produce terpenes. And then they look at a cannabis strain and they try to match the terpene profile. So you can actually buy like the terpene profile of, you know, Bubba Kush or something like that, um, depending on what your favorite strain is. And that's totally legal, right? There's nothing illegal about terpenes. They're everywhere. Um, <laughs> um, and all they do is, um, yeah, get, they, they won't get you high, but they, they will... Um, help you calm down, relax you. Um, there's a lot of antiviral, antifungal benefits from them as well. So um, terpenes are are really useful if you are um, if you do have anxiety. And I've looked into this as well because I have anxiety um, or stress. I have a lot of stress doing a PhD, um, and I'm, I'm also doing this podcast. Right? <laughs> um, and claiming okay, yourself a scientist. <laughs> um, anyway, but, enjoy your last episode, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go out with a bang. Um, <laughs> and so I have looked into, you know, buying, um, you know, terpenes just on their own for their anti-stress and anti-anxiety 
properties to to use in my daily routine of looking after myself and for my my health system, my personal health system. So in in, in an oil, um, and we'll get to the entourage effect and 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 how terpenes and flavonoids interact with cannabinoids in uh, in, in in that episode. But do terpene oils work? Do they do anything? Like if you have a CBD oil with jam packed with 10% flavonoids terpenes, or you just had a bottle with the the same amount of flavonoids and terpenes, is the expected outcome that a patient receives the same, let's say for anxiety, the same relief of anxiety? Like is it is cannabis a sham? Is it really just the flavonoids and terpenes that matter? Or <laughs> or is it the fact like exactly that? Like, is it a marketing stunt where people know that it may help? with uh like within cannabis and there's been some science science behind it and then people are putting it in skincare and people are putting it in uh like candles and stuff is it helping is it actually doing anything to the terpenes alone isolated with the rest of the stuff um well the evidence there's a growing body of evidence to suggest that the whole extract and i don't want to go too deep into this because i want to save it for the next episode but there is a growing body of evidence that the all of these things working together provide more benefits than the isolated components on their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as, yeah, okay, so if you had terpenes on on their own, do you still get any benefit? Sure. Yeah, absolutely you do. Um, you know, the aroma, you, it's connect, connected to your, you know, your, your, your nose, the, the sensors in your nose, the olfactory um, system in, in your nose. It's directly connected to your brain. Um, there is, you know, how often have you smelled something and it's given you a memory of, of your past, right? And you're mm. like, I know that smell, right? And it just you it triggers some memories within you that you've forgotten, you know, for years and years and years. But that's how powerful your, the scent scent is, you know. So I, I definitely think that on their own there are benefits. Um, but when you combine it with with cannabinoids that actually interact with the inter, uh, with a can, uh, endocannabinoid system, then you're even probably boosting the benefits as well. And there's some evidence for that, um, and we can discuss that in the, the next episode yeah. at a high level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you added that. I got a question for James. Uh, we I don't think we've really explained to the people. The fact that terpenes alone, you said, like I think Johnny said, they are legal terpenes. Mm. Um, we know that that cannabis is a schedule um, dr- drug, yeah, yeah. schedule eight drug. Or so, THC, so it's, yeah, THC. So, where does terpene sit? It's fully legal. Fully legal. Fully legal. Yeah. Yeah. So, CBD only uh, products in Australia are schedule four. Yeah. Um, THC is is schedule eight. So what that means is if you want to have a medication with CBD or THC, you need to have a prescription from a, a practitioner. Um, if you want to have something with only flavonoids and terpenes, go nuts. But yeah. I suppose the question becomes, well, how does it all come together? And that's something that we'll answer in the next episode uh, where we'll talk about the entourage effect. Uh, Johnny, any closing remarks on terpenes and flavonoids before we we jump to the next one? Uh, no, happy smelling and um, enjoy those terpenes. Uh, work out what's good for you, what you like, and um, and that will go a long way to improving your medicinal cannabis experience. You know, I, I really like that closing, but I do have a source of information that I want to share that 
is going to just go out the window if I don't use it here. So I need, <laughs> this is the only time I'm ever going to be able to talk about this ever. So I was doing some research and when I was looking, I was like, oh, it's really weird that like uh, limonene is like for lemony scents and then like linalool is uh, for lavender. I'm like, who names yeah. terpenes? How does that <laughs> oh, come about? So if, I, I, I pretty much looked around, found out that the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry, the IUPAC, is a, uh, yes. is a global authority that sets the standard yes. from nomen, uh, nomenclature. Lo, lo, nomenclature. <laughs> nomenclature. That's, but, that's just a normal word. No, that's a hard yeah. word, that's, all right? That's a word. That's no, I like... know, but that I tried that last night as well. That is a hard word. <laughs> So for people, yeah, pack names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so basically, it, so I'm, I'm just going to read Naming. it. It's going to, it's going to make me sound smarter. In the case of terpenes, their names are derived from a number of carbon atoms they contain and the arrangement of those atoms within their structure. So the rules, di- um, the rules dictate uh, the order and format for naming terpenes based on their specific carbon skeleton, functional groups, and any substituents. Uh, present substituents. Wow, well done. Interesting. So the point is that is interesting. The point here is the names aren't an accident. Like they're intentionally. There's something crafted. behind it because I was just thinking that it's matching up too well for like lavender, like that. Like it's just not. It, it, it's a bit fishy, and I was thinking, who is is one man coming up with all of these and keeping it in is his formula of doing it, or is it uh, universally known? It is, and and now, and now we know that. Very exciting. Well done. Well done. So the main difference between terpenes and flavonoids comes down to the senses. Terpenes are responsible for the smell, flavonoids more so the color. Keep that in mind next time you smell or see a cannabis plant. Thanks for the time, Johnny. We'll see you on the next one. Beautiful. We'll see you All soon, right. guys. See ya.